close the door and begin to make fun, change. You, you, you can uh, try to begin to say, oh, how, how he's feel, uh, maybe tomorrow. No, close, you forget it. You need to. Hi everyone, I'm Yasmina Hatim in Malaga, Spain. And I'm Lisa Desai in London. And this is episode two, Close the Door. We're in Milan, via Skype, of course. Actually, we're in the headquarters of the Croce Rosa Celeste Ambulance Service. It's Easter weekend, and the country has been on lockdown for six full weeks. Andrea, a volunteer paramedic, is showing us around. We have TV, PlayStation, something to drink. Here, where we eat, computers, AI. <laughs> this is the computer where we receive the calls. It may be coronavirus times, but it's also Easter. Uh, headquarters, and we're starting a happy hour with all our favorite pane gutiao, grissini, focaccia. Uh, there was some salami here, it's over. Uh, but there's another one, so... And of course, piece of resistance. Andrea has been a volunteer paramedic for over 23 years. He tells us why it's so important to lighten the mood during the service. They make fun, as he calls it. When you finish the first one, every time you make a debrief, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, you speak about what we do right, what maybe we do some mistake. But after that, we close the door and begin to make fun, change. You have to, to close the old service. You can't finish your shift and you have the problems of the patients that you take it. You, you, you can uh, try to begin to say, oh, how, how he feel, uh, maybe tomorrow. No, close. You forget it. You need to. Andrea is wearing an orange jumpsuit with his mask pulled down below his chin. But apart from the layers of protection, the team seems to be preparing for a very normal shift. They're laughing, smiling. On the video call, we can see the paramedics prepping. The only thing they worry about is the quality of protective gear they receive, which apparently differs from night to night. The dispositive to cover us sometimes is different. So there are some that is good. And I think that tonight we have the good. Sometimes you have something that is very simple. You don't feel, you don't feel safety, you know. Tonight we, we, we are okay. But yesterday night I have two friends that make the service and they told me, ah, we had the, the bad uh, dispositive to, to the protection and we, they was uh, uh, not happy <laughs> about that. Andrea and his team have a call. They jump into the ambulance and the camera phone is placed on the dashboard so we can see what's going on. Andrea tells us that on some of the shifts over the last few weeks, they've picked up as many as 10 COVID patients in one night. Tonight, only one. And that's very good news. It's especially good news for this group of Italians who've seen a lot of the pandemic up close in the last few weeks. And it hasn't been easy. Like the moment Andrea and his team took a 75-year-old woman with severe coronavirus symptoms to hospital, leaving behind her very worried son. So when I, I leave the house with the mother, was very difficult. Because the person say ciao to mother and he don't know 
if he will see she again. So that moment. <sighs> That's when we see a little beyond Andrea's usual smile. We can tell he's trying hard not to let this affect him. <laughs> ah, it's, it's, uh, there is it's more than one because uh, let me remember the, the, the last one. Uh, it happens sometimes that um, you say in English um, you try to 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 do all service okay you finish and so during the uh, during this hour you manage everything because you you can show to the person that you have uh, you know problems but after that uh, when you're you know uh, when you everything is finished, you come back to the ambulance, begin to speak with the other people. You speak about what happened. And a lot of time, this is the worst moment. Because you take out everything. It is very likely that there will be a second wave of injuries, uh, psychological injuries, to healthcare workers. That's Dr. Albert Wu. He's a professor of health policy and medicine at the John Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health, and he's written extensively on supporting healthcare workers after difficult events. It, it is entirely predictable that there will be um, both lasting reverberations of this, the emotional trauma. In some cases, people may develop a form of mild or severe of PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, and this is a, a period that is not easy because sometimes when we speak about that, for example, I feel some uh, something emotive very hard. Two days ago, I was talking with my friend that do the same, uh, the voluntary like me, and I said that maybe uh, when we finish this period or during, we will call a psychology, say. We have one here, uh, free for us, is a voluntary too, and uh, maybe it can help. Stepping away from the healthcare front lines and into our homes, it's important to mention that everyone is more vulnerable to anxiety and stress at the moment. There are so many different aspects of our lives that are disrupted and currently unknown. It's hard not to be experiencing anxiety. I know that every time Lisa and I talk several times a day working on this podcast, that we've each gone through several sleepless nights, random outbursts on our partners, uh, exhaustion from the day, which seems ironic because we're home and it feels like we're not really doing much, but there's actually a lot to juggle with. Lisa, for example, is a working mom with a toddler and she has to figure out how to both keep paying the bills and keep her son entertained. All done? The days fly by. My husband and I are working. So we take shifts with Noah, our two-year-old son. We juggle conference calls and deadlines with bubble baths and playtime. Noah and I spend our time baking cakes, watering our tree, and coloring all over the driveway with jumbo chalk. Sometimes my work-life balance goes down the drain and everything feels like chaos. But after a virtual yoga class or walk around the block, I remind myself that this time together as a family is priceless. Okay, love you.
In our next episode, we talk to mom and early childhood development expert Serene Shala, founder of The Baby Scoop, which you can find on Instagram. And she shares with us her take on balancing mom time and child time during the pandemic. You know, sometimes it's just her washing the windows. Um, you know, she paints them and then she washes them. And honestly, that takes like an hour of the day and she loves it and it's great. And I don't have to be on top of her, you know, while she's doing it. So I think it's, it's about knowing your kid and, and knowing what they would be interested in doing and then just setting it up for them. And, um, and I think, I think that's the only way to really get through managing both. So you have to sort of set something up and then be able to take a bit of a step back while they do it so that you can get on with the things that you need to do. Give yourself a little bit of credits. This is a little bit of a world war in a way that's, that really is literally affecting almost everyone across the planet. And so uh, understanding that your feelings are not unique, you are not the only one suffering from, these, from this kind of emotional trauma, I think can at least be a little bit reassuring. With all due respects to this podcast, I think that if you listen too much to the echo chamber of, of media, social media, television, it can be, that itself can be quite traumatizing. Unplug for some period of the day and go outside and walk with appropriate social distancing. Um, I try to appreciate the good things that, that there are. I think one thing that we do know is this will pass and um, we'll need to support each other more when, when it's all done. To help us tell the human side of the story, subscribe to The Human Experience and tap your screen to rate us and leave us a review so we know how we're doing. This episode was reported, written, and produced by me, Yasmina Hatim, and my co-host, Lisa Desai. Thanks for listening, and wherever you are, stay safe.